What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Burnett. Beasties and titties. Yeah, and Chuck Nally. Hello. No guests this week. We don't have other friends. It's just us. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Hooray. One day we're going to have a random, like, high-profile guest. I feel it in my bones. And then everybody's going to be like, what? No. Um, well, one of our random guests that would be semi-big is, I think, wanted for murder right now. Eric? Marty Jannetty. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Um, that guy okay. claimed he killed someone online. As, like, a 14-year-old or some shit. He was like... <laughs> he was like, I swore I'd make him disappear. And I he insinuated it's happened multiple times. He said, that's the first time I disappeared somebody. Yep. I was like, well, he was the second a time good hand. was roughly 2016 on the streets of Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> he wandered off into the night as he left the Chattanooga Hotel. To find his next victim. What a night that was. Great. <laughs> And just wanted to party. <laughs> we get uh, some fun D or Z tier celebrities at Kanuga that are okay getting drunk with people at fucking random hotel room parties. Could, could you yeah. imagine a more stressful job than Marty Janetti's handler? Nicholas no. Brennan was pretty bad, from my understanding. He was in jail like two days before Kanuga. Yeah, he's been to jail multiple times since we've seen him. <laughs> Old like, Xander. Janetti is just like wandering al- around like a fucking like I don't know, like a coked up Alzheimer victim. Like it's that crazy. I don't think it's like a coked up Alzheimer's victim. <laughs> I think it's a coked up Alzheimer's victim. <laughs> that man suffered plenty of trauma, including the world's worst concussion that kept him out for at least a year. Not to mention, he had to pull shards of a knife that was stabbed into his back at that time. Whatever, he deserved it. Love Shawn Michaels. And then the guy who did such a dastardly act decided to become born again because he thought that would absolve him of that horrible sin. Listen, he lost his smile, and he did some inner reflection. He He could have seen that smile in the reflection... Of the barbershop had he not broken the pane of glass with Marty Jannetty's future damaged brain. I will not speak ill of Marty Jannetty, as he is friend of the podcast and possibly coming to murder us if we say anything bad. So <laughs> He also apparently really wants to have sex with his daughter that ended up not being his daughter. Dude, it's the creepiest thing. Like I don't I can't even read it. It's so hard to read. Like it makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, that I don't is like super, it. Super loud. It's just for you, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, you're like fucking James Bond on a podcast. God, if only. That was supposed to be out already, wasn't it? Like in March. Wonder Woman was supposed to be out already. Yay, let's just get depressed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, as always, video games only, folks, on the Video Games pod- Podcast. Only. But I'm on. 
So it's a good month for video games. We've got a lot of games come out. Uh, a lot of news. Uh, still no still don't have really pricing. Some prices. <laughs> Despite the fact that everyone said it would happen in August. Uh, they got a couple days left, though. So we'll see. Uh, Xbox at least said that it is in November, which everybody assumed anyways, but we just don't know the day or the price, and PlayStation's like, nah, we're good. They're just waiting to see who blinks first, and it's going to be interesting to figure out. It's just so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. It shouldn't even, PlayStation, it shouldn't even matter for them. They know they're going to sell most this holiday season. One, they've got the advantage in games because of something that I think we're going to talk about because we haven't yet. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also just PlayStation, generally, unless they really badly fuck up, like at the beginning of PS3, they're going to sell more. Like, it yeah. sells in Japan, it's more popular here, and Microsoft's not even going for that anymore. Like, how they make their money buy Microsoft products on however the fuck you want to play it. They want Game Pass. They want services. Like they it's, don't they of course want to sell systems, but they don't give a shit. Like I well, don't It's also insanity that we are roughly most likely at worst 3 months away from new consoles and there's a secret extra console that everybody knows about that has just not yet been announced as part of the Xbox platform. Like the Series X or whatever it's called, Series S rather. Um, yeah, it's just gonna be less powerful non-disc drive version, but yeah, whatever. It makes no sense. Like we should be able to like pre-ordering should be happening right now. I mean, they're gonna sell out of stock this year for sure because there's no way they can make enough. Even with PlayStation's report like a month ago of ramping up to 10 million for meeting demand, that's gonna sell. It's gonna flat out sell this summer. Or this winter, rather. And so, like, just get the information out there. Get people their confirmation. And let's just get this shit moving because it's ridiculous. We'll probably find out something tomorrow, I assume. Because tomorrow is the start of Gamescom. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Microsoft generally has a bigger presence than Sony at Gamescom, don't they? It's been back and forth. I mean, Sony has had a big uh, presence there. Even if we just get Microsoft's pricing, I expect us to get something tomorrow because I'm sure Keeley is doing something wonderful that everybody except for Chuck likes. I don't know, man. Keeley teased like for a fucking hour this huge announcements, and then he announced that stupid, like the most Japanese game of all time, that Bakara World, whatever it was. I mean... The lineage behind that game is large, though. I get that it's not a game for us, but it—I mean, I mean, like it's from the ga- the creator of Knights and the original Sonic, and like is totally a game that I think people will like. It's not a game that I will it, like. It did not meet the expectations of that he was setting. The comments after that on that feed were just one long five-minute stream of what the fuck. I, I think Microsoft's audience was not the one to debut that for. Agreed. That is not a core Microsoft crowd. Core uh, lineage? Anyway, that has been our opening segment. Grow the fuck up, Sony and Microsoft. <laughs> you know, yeah, be like Nintendo and release completely worthless directs for a full year. I think yeah. what should happen is Sega just dropping uh, 
Sega Saturn 2 announcement, and it's out today. I think that's what should happen. Ooh, Dreamcast. Dope. Dreamcast 2. I'm I'm all in on Dreamcast 2. I would 100% in on a Dreamcast 2. I would buy one today. And a VMU would just be your cell phone. Oh my god, I loved VMUs. You could pick your play in NFL 2K on your controller. You could have a Chow in Sonic. It's a KO, you idiot. Stop saying that. It's what? It's a KO. No, nobody except for morons say KOs. They the whole basis of Sonic is Chaos Emeralds. I get it. And yet the word that they decided to go with totally looks like a fucking dog? You idiot? You think it looks like a fucking knockout in goddamn Street Fighter? No, it's not a KO. It's a goddamn cow. You took the S off chaos. That's all you do. And yet it, it's weird that when you do that, it changes the the word completely to chow. No, it doesn't. God, you're stupid. I you and everyone that believes in you are stupid. You are talking about. <laughs> I'm so lost. You are literally the first person I've ever heard call it a KO. I love that that's you do. Because I'm the only person that's right. God, that, that right there might make my person to move in across the street from you happen. Just because, like, I want to live next door to the person who says KO. Good. Explain yourselves. In Sonic, there there was in Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two, there was a Tamagotchi like system where you could hatch and raise a being that is spelled C H A O, so chaos without the S. You literally could put it on your VMU, take it with you like it was a Tamagotchi, feed it, and it helped you in the game. Um. I've always heard it as Chow, and tonight is the first night in 20 years I've ever heard somebody say KO. I get it correct because we've had this conversation before. Definitely have not. I must block that out. I will say this. As a new person in this debate, I got to say if I was pronouncing it, I would have gone with Chuck's way. You would call it a KO? Knowing what it – if I knew what it was coming from, yeah. So you got to put yourself in a 2000s mindset. Go back to September 9th, 1999. 9-9-99. Sonic Adventure 1 comes out. And all you see is the, the letters C-H-A-O. You don't think because people back then were stupid. That was a pre-9-11 world. Nobody thought of the word chaos with, with Sonic. They just thought of, oh, Sonic, he's fast. He's got a friend with two tails. What are these things with two with C H A O as a name? You call them Chows. Everyone in the world, literally everyone in the world, calls them Chows. Nobody thinks of chaos. And don't get me wrong, I realize the irony of pluralizing Chow to Chows spells chaos, and yet still I say Chows. <laughs> you should just say. Ch- oh my God! I can't. I don't that know is the is dumbest thing. thing. Everybody that's my listening word. to this podcast right now is at least 15% dumber from having heard that conversation. They were 30% dumber for following us for as long as they have. That makes them 45% dumb. That is math that checks out. <laughs> You're not wrong. We agree oh, on I'm something. I'm so glad I had this red rum. I can bump it up to at least 50% by the fact that during most of that, I couldn't stop staring at Chuck's closet back there because for some reason the bottom poster looks like a, a black bra holding white boobs with a Batman symbol in between from my perspective. I'm, I know what it is now, 
At first, it just looked like cleavage. Actually, the bottom poster says Bioshock. I don't see the Bioshock. Yeah. You don't see the Bioshock? It's below Batman. Origins. Oh, yeah, that's Bioshock 2. It's uh, covered up by a uh, book, it looks like. I can't see Bioshock. I don't know why Josh can. Why does Josh have a different perspective than me? I, I don't. You just have bad eyes. Well, now it's covered up. You can't see it. Okay. I hate this. <laughs> this might be the worst podcast we've ever had. I think it's on on pace to be the best we've ever had, quite personally. Uh, I am so close to switching us to 90s basketball talk. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Yeah, George Marison. Oh, oh that man. freak of nature. I mean, you're My not giant? He's got to right? I think we talk about George Mirasan once a year, and we always assume he's dead, and he's not. No, think, he has to be dead. Do you think Boban just sprouted off of him like gremlins? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just thought that was assumed. I was Googling him, but I got stumped after M. <laughs> <laughs> George, you, uh, you are um, just M-U-R-S. No, there's no way that's right. M-U-R-E-S-A-N. IMDB, my giant. True story. I got it. M-U-R-E-S-A-N. Born, February, who was Valentine's Day? The day of love. February 14th, 1971. He is still alive and he is one year shy of 50. Man. His he's gonna die soon. His body bodies aren't made to be that big. He is seven foot seven. Yeah, apparently has a wingspan of seven ten. He should have been the greatest basketball player of all time. No, he couldn't. Body can't. So your body cannot function at like seven two and above. Like Yao Ming was pushing it. Yao Ming was like seven three, and he was good, dude. Yeah, and he has, you know, Chinese scientists behind him. Bull balls doing some skill. How come um, it's not Ming Yao? I mean, Yao Ming had Yao on the back of his jersey. How come that wasn't his last name? It's the way surnames work in uh, Chinese culture versus how they work in Western culture. I don't want actual answers, Josh. I'm trying to be funny, you dick. That was clearly the setup for a joke. No, that was the joke. I appreciate you making me look up George Murison, which, by the way, is spelled G-H-E-O-R-G-H-E. Uh, I could see the Washington Bullets uniform, speaking of 90s basketball. Yeah, the Bullets. Faster than a bullet train. They suck and still suck. I was going to say, have the Bullets ever won anything? Or the Wizards or whatever the fuck they're called now? No. The Washington Bullets. They had Wes Unseld at one point. That man, did. Being a Capitals fan means that I'm like a fan of NBC Sports Washington, so I still get their Facebook updates. And holy shit, I've never seen a larger group of entitled white people so upset at the idea of not being able to use a racial slur for a football team name. And I get an update on it daily. It's the same and people who are upset that... On it, 
you comment on it and Facebook decides that I need to see your comments on the page that I don't follow. You're I see it all the time. <laughs> I love it. Because I randomly get a like from Evan and a comment from Evan, and the comment is usually negative. The like is obviously positive. Um, it's the same people who are currently upset that the Bucks could possibly boycott a game and not show up for the playoffs right now. People well, are mad. Get ready. It's going to last a little bit. Uh, yep, video games only, folks. Uh, let's talk video about some trailers. Basketball. How's the big three going? Right. Uh, let's talk some trailers. Uh, first, not really a trailer. We finally got gameplay after a quiet year or two of the game that may or may not really exist. Atomic Heart is back and guaranteed that they exist. I feel bad. I forgot to watch this one. Game of the year for Chuck whenever it comes out. All right. Let's do this. Game of the year. <laughs> it's going to have a worry, long development process in Cyberpunk. No, this game's going to come out still before Elder Scrolls 6 will. That cannot be untrue. How about that? Elder Scrolls oh. 6 is the purest vaporware that has ever existed. I mean, but those basically said that this week. They said St Starfield actually might be out in the next two to three years, the way they talked about it. They were like, we haven't really much started on. They're like, it's a long way away. <laughs> I have no idea what Starfield is even going to be like. No one does. That's why it's exciting. Also, uh, Elder Scrolls Six might come out before Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> no, those will both never come out. What about uh, Rage 3? Uh, I'm all about some Rage 3. Are they even talking about that? No, but in my eyes they are. I'd like it. Rage wasn't quite as good as I was hoping it would be, but I still really enjoyed it. I had a blast with it. Once I figured out how to easily get that platinum, it was all good. Anyway, Atomic Hearts. This is so. This is basically Bioshock and like Bioshock and Fallout kind of mixture to me. Um, Russia, uh, some horror elements. Um, I'm gonna give it a shot. I, I'm. I think it looks cool. It doesn't look like a. Evan type game, but it does look like a Chuck type game. Oh yeah, I'm in. Uh, outside of the like constant rave music whenever villains show up, uh, yes, I would love this game. This game could also be called The Fuck, and mm -hmm. uh, everyone would also be okay with that. Am I the only yeah. one who hears the word constant and immediately thinks sorrow? I think constant reader. Chuck has no thoughts. No. Uh, I think Josh is right. I just yeah. yeah. Soggy bottom uh, boy. Or Constance Wu. Yeah, but... Uh, so the new gameplay was basically just him wandering around a random-ass facility, taking out some easy enemies to show off the weapons, and then fighting a terrifying looking boss and i was like oh no man that melee weapon was cool like you can detach the uh it looked like it had like several different levels to it and you can detach the saw blades and use them as like distance hovering weapons uh but then it right. got hit so uh 
you know, it didn't work out great for him. Yeah, I is this don't know. Is this going to be in Russian, or is it going to have, like, subtitles or something? Because I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. That was, they are just not putting in, like, any of the voice dubbing or anything. It's obviously being made in Russia, but there'll be a whole, there'll be an English version of it. They already, they confirmed that to uh, IGN. Um, they also said they added, like, a year of production time because they pivoted to, it's only going to be next-gen title. They were just like, we this game it benefits from delaying and working on stronger hardware. I was like, okay, whatever. I just, once a year, you surprise me that it still exists. Yeah, uh, roughly. I feel like it's been like a couple of years since we've talked about it. Yeah, it's been about two, I think, since the last time we heard anything substantial. I think last year they just kind of popped up. They're like, hey, we're still making this. So, better than some, some teams do. Remember, uh, oh, fuck, it Beyond Good and Evil 2? Oh, yeah. It's coming out. Everybody, everybody got real excited. Nothing. Like, they don't even, like, there's nothing about that game. It'll find uh, its way out to consoles. I mean, maybe the PS7 will be a hell of a machine. Um, let's Did talk about the, the PS9 commercial. No. When the PlayStation 3 was first coming out, there was a PlayStation 9 commercial that they released, and it was like this weird sphere talking about, like, it was technically a PlayStation 3 commercial, but, like, it's weird to think that we're not terribly far away in terms of, like, iterations from the PS9 at this point. Like, we're more than halfway to a PS9 at this point in time, and that was, like, the joking Super Future commercial. Eight years between, so I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I'll be glad sign comes out. I know that. I mean, that's thirty-two more years. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll be dead before the PS9 comes out. But I'm just saying, it's weird that that's a thing. Well, that's sad. Oh. Uh, life okay. Let's let's pick it back up. Let's talk about the trailer that is. Caught the world by storm, evidently. Um, Black Myth Wukong. Uh, this is from a independent, like, new studio. Uh, it's their first game, from what I understand. And it does not look like an indie game. Um, this game is fucking gorgeous. It is looks like a Dark Souls clone, except way better than Dark Souls, as far as graphically. Uh- um Yes. And I don't know what else to say about it. It just looks like really, really fucking epic and pretty Dark Souls. Uh, Yeah, this game is the first, in my opinion, next-gen-looking game. Like, I said that the Ratchet & Clank demo totally showed off the ray tracing stuff and the uh, fast loading of the SSD and all that. But, like, everything else that's been shown off for next-gen has shown... To be roughly a pr- like a slightly prettier or slightly faster loading PS4 or Xbox One game, uh, I think Wukong looks like a game that could not possibly run on any version of a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. Um, it does look faster than your average Dark Souls, which is my biggest problem. Like I like Jedi Order, I like a lot of games that are um, Dark Souls style, but not from from software. So I have faith in the possibility of me liking this game because it does look to be 
much faster. You are a more agile character. You're not just like giant swinging a huge fucking sword and dodging clumsily to like clip through the world. Like there's a part of the Dark Souls combat I don't enjoy. This looks to avoid that and make it more precision and more fast paced. So it's it seems like something I'm going to love. It also okay. reminds me kind of of the early 90s Warriors of Virtue in which there were four it was the Ninja Turtles ripoff that were uh kangaroos instead. And anything that reminds me of Warriors of Virtue makes me happy. That's fair. This game does look super pretty. And I'm with you. I don't like Dark Souls stuff. I've never understood the whole you have to appreciate like the jank of Dark Souls as part of the gameplay, and that makes it good. I'm like, no, it's just kind of janky, but whatever. Um, but I do appreciate some of the stylings of it. Like, I, I get what you're saying about Jedi. It's not my favorite, but I enjoy that far more, more than I do Dark Souls. Uh, I've never played more than, like, five minutes of Bloodborne, to be fair. Some people say it's better. And I do think there's a ch- part of me that might like Sekiro from last year, but... Overall, just not my, my style, but I almost wanted to just try this game because it looks so cool. Yeah, like you're this cat man or cat person, I guess, and you fight with a bow staff, which is not used often in video games, which I like. Like, I mean, occasionally characters will use them, but um, there totally seemed to be like a gear and upgrade system that they showed. The whole trailer was in Chinese, and I didn't look at anything more than that. Apparently, Wukong is a Chinese myth or legend. I hope that I'm not speaking out of turn there, but um, <clears throat> from this stuff, like the very, very brief little bit of looking up I did after I watched that like 10 minute trailer. Um, it's just cool to see a company that I don't know of come out with something that is like blockbuster level uh, quality. And I would like to see what comes of it, right? Like, it doesn't seem like your standard indie project that, like, has moments that look really gorgeous, but you don't necessarily have faith in the gameplay aspect or that looks really cool in gameplay but not great in graphics. Like, this kind of looks like your total package of a game that would be, like... Like, it looks like it would be financed by a first party. I'm with you. I'm sorry. I just hear total package, and I have to say Lex Luger. That's true. The torture rack is definitely the most devastating move in professional wrestling. It would hurt. It's the second most devastating move. The most devastating move is Scott Steiner cutting a mathematics-based promo. And then giving you the Steiner recliner. <laughs> the least looking, least effective-looking camel clutch of all time. Can we do another wrestling right. podcast? Sure. Wrestling's a shit show right now. Yeah, no, none of it's good. Well, have you seen the Thunderdome? My God. Tina Turner. Nope. Yeah, the WWE like- Thunderdome. You can get yourself LCD projected into the seats of an empty arena. So it sounded horrible. I got to be honest. It actually makes it way better. It's a huge improvement. Oh, my God. Chuck, What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Wukong. <laughs> oh, no. I think you're not. <laughs> That's you one of the pictures. That's Wu Dong. <laughs> Anyways, we're moving on. Hey, Gollum's still a game, and it's coming out, I believe, next year. I think so. Uh, 
Uh, we got a short trailer for it. There's really not a whole lot to talk about other than that it looked pretty. Um, it's next gen, obviously. Um, and I'm, I don't really know what we'll be doing. I guess playing as Gollum. I'm very confused at the um, reference the developer made when talking about the gameplay of this game. Explain. They essentially said it's like Prince of Persia. Like the yes, 2008 reboot of Prince of Persia. I don't know what a Gollum game that's like Prince of Persia could possibly be like. Mind-blowing. I mean, it. so my only problem with this trailer, because obviously I love every single thing Tolkien, um, is this style of the character is like point. 225% off of the movie version and it's just enough to make me uncomfortable a little bit like he looks just enough like a little kid version of Gollum than the actual Andy Serkis version and it throws my brain off enough because I've seen those movies so many fucking times that like it looks odd to me it's the Avengers problem they didn't make them different enough looking from their movie counterparts so they just look like cheap knockoffs and Avengers suffers from that mightily, might I say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Like, it's never, like, bothered me, but, it, I mean, it's a, it's bad. <laughs> um, but this looks, I mean, this looks cool. I'm so, like, I, I am happy for more things in the Tolkien universe. I'm getting ready to do another watch, like, watch of the trilogy here shortly. I think it's been, like, ten years since I think I've seen those movies in full. Oh, my um, God, you what? fraud. I know, dude. Trust me, I burnt out my DVD of The Fellowship when it came out. I literally watched that movie more than a hundred times, and it's just been so long since I've been able to watch the whole trilogy. I think I just want to take a weekend coming up soon here and just watch them and like find my happy place again because the world has kind of been crazy as shit lately, and I need something to kind of. Stay. <laughs> Two months ago, Return of the King was on TV, and I was flipping through, and it was like 10 at night, and Jill was like, what do you want to watch? And I flipped through, and I went, this, and I stayed up till like 1.30 in the morning, because she was like, ugh, and I was like, we're watching this. I, I'm depressed, and I need happiness, and it made me feel so much better. Let's back up like 12 seconds. She said, <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. She well, said, Jayla uh? likes Lord of the Rings. She did not want to start one at 10 o'clock at night. And she's not one to like movies like that. Chuck knows what's up. I, I, I need to move out of the same state as Jayla at this point in time. <laughs> I can't live in the world in which somebody doesn't want to start Lord of the Rings at whatever hour of the day it's on TV. You're not wrong. It, it's, it's a... It's a hard point in our marriage at the moment. What? Uh, Superstation? Did you make her sleep on the couch? <laughs> yeah, I have that power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've, I, I have unfortunately gotten to the point where I'm watching reaction videos on YouTube of people watching movies for the first time. And so I've seen a bunch of people watching Lord of the Rings. And every single time I cry. Every single time. 
Wait, you cry watching at reactors watching the movie for the first time because they get an experience, Chuck, in 2020 that is so pure, so wonderful, so happy, and emotionally overwhelming that I could never have because 2020 sucks. They're just crisis actors, dude. Come on. If they are, (laughs) they're the second best crisis actors I've ever seen. I watched kids react to watching the opening theme song for DuckTales the other day, the original like cartoon for DuckTales, and they all fucking hated it, and I like rage quit the internet for a while. I was like, nope! I was like, we're doomed? All our kids are stupid? And I realized I was doing parenting right, because my, my kids love the original DuckTales. So and then you okay. showed they them had- Tailspin, and they were like, oh, 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 Layton is real big. She likes Tailspin. She's real big on Chippendale Rescue Rangers at the moment. That's because that song is a fucking bop. It's a banger, man. It slaps hard. It slaps real hard. When they go sometimes, some crimes, I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah, man. It's awesome. We watch it all the time, and I feel like a good parent every time. It's awesome. Have you introduced them to gummy bears yet? Uh, no, not yet, but also what? a banger of a song. They're bouncing here and there and everywhere. Uh, we're going through a lot of my, my favorite cartoons because I got tired of the new shit and they needed to see stuff from my childhood. And so thank you, Disney Plus. Gargoyles? I was in very Gargoyles. Guy. What was that? I was a big Gargoyles guy. Oh my God, Gargoyles is the best. This is at least the seventh time we've had this conversation. God, Desdemona is a whore. She cheated, or she fucking screwed over Goliath so bad. Yeah, and then there was Robo-Goliath. Unstoppable. God, I love Gargoyles so much. Gargoyles is the fucking tits, man. It's the second best 90s cartoon behind Batman the Animated Series. That's fair. Oh, no. Oh, wait, no, you got uh, X-Men. X-Men. X-Men's up there, as is Animaniacs. Ooh, that's like four of my five if we ever geek sheet 90s animated. People keep saying Spider-Man, but the last two seasons of Spider-Man 90s sucked. Spider-Man is okay. If you look at most of the Fox Marvel stuff, it's okay. X-Men is the class of it all because it has Marv, but um, the rest of them... That was only the first four episodes. Not even. It's like two. (laughs) Mr. Sinister brings him back, you monster. Oh, God. Um, Did you know that Disney Plus is currently having meetings with the original creative team of that? Like, they're having talks about bringing it back? Yeah. Yeah, I'll believe that when I believe that New Mutants is actually coming out in two days. Yeah, Yeah, man. There's no chance in hell. That movie is going to get an 11.59 on Thursday delay for three years. My triumphant return to theaters is soon. (laughs) It's been over 600 days since the second announced release date of New Mutants. All good things come to those who wait, Josh. (laughs) I am real fucking excited. What were we oh, talking man. about? I Gollum. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news today. 
uh, as the day we're recording. It'll really seem relevant in about three weeks when Chuck puts this show out. Uh, hey! I'm like a day behind last week. Shot fire! He's a shit. That's going to be two more days. You're doing better. You're doing better. You're still like three years ahead of Trey's pace. Lick a nad, okay? You can pick which one, but do it. That's fair. I like this still my choice. That makes it okay. Call of Duty was officially announced today for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Um, they put out a teaser for this the other day, so we knew the title. Um, we got a full trailer today, and I am fucking stoked. Uh, despite the fact that we have had Black Ops 1, 2, 3, and 4, this is the first one that will actually be a sequel to Black Ops 1. Yeah, this is, is officially Black Ops 2, somehow. Yeah, it's the which also Black Ops One is probably my favorite story in all of Call of Duty. Modern Warfare is great, but I think Black Ops was like I freaked out when I played that game. I I'm very say Modern Warfare Two. It's a it's between those two. Those they're both really fucking awesome. But Black Ops is mine. Uh, Alex Mason is back in this game. That's Sam Worthington. Uh, it looks like uh, Hudson, the agent's back. That's Ed Harris. Um, uh, I know Frank Woods is back, which is like the sergeant uh, that runs around. I forget who plays him because um, he's confirmed uh, for Warzone. Um, it was a badass trailer. Um, away from the trailer, they confirmed uh, Return of Zombies this year. They took a year off on Zombies to create a big, full Zombies campaign. Um, uh, full multiplayer, obviously basically just new access to Warzone uh, and updated stuff, but Warzone's going to be continued as a uh, service that kind of tags along with uh, Call of Duty. I don't think you're going to have to buy the new one to play Warzone, much like you don't have to have Modern Warfare from this year to play Warzone. Um, it is uh, uh, fully cross-play on all, all the way across, not just Warzone. Now multiplayer and zombies will be cross-play, um, which is wonderful and hopefully more People go that route. Hopefully, uh, Activision will stop fucking Chuck over and let him play crossplay, because uh, that has not been the case. Um, and uh, then there were the. It is coming out November thirteenth, um, which may or may not be mean it is a launch title for new consoles. We'll see. That's the rumored date for uh, Xbox. Uh, we'll see. It could be both. Could be neither. We'll see. But uh, it will be this gen and next gen. Um, they are not doing the whatever, like, free upgrade uh, that a lot of people are doing. If you buy this gen and then want to upgrade, you can, but you have to pay 10 extra dollars um, to do that on PS5. Um, and that was an exclusive deal because they are more... Uh, with PlayStation than they are Xbox. It's the opposite way it used to be from a few years ago. Um, you ha- it, you can't. There is no upgrade uh, on Xbox. It's only on PlayStation. And it costs ten dollars. Um, it is weird, but that's on Activision. That's not a Microsoft decision, from what I understand. Um, 
and uh, people are not happy about that part. But my point is, I think if you're buying it on launch day and consoles hit, you're probably just going to buy it for next gen anyways, which is what I'll be doing. Um, we'll see. I'm not too worried about that. Um, there is a deluxe package you can buy that comes with like the battle pass and a free upgrade, which is kind of skeevy, but you know, Call of Duty. Um, that'll allow you to upgrade to next gen, but whatever. Uh, I mean, trailer was badass, though. I was going to say, they're by no means the worst company in terms of handling this transition. Um, I think Remedy is probably the biggest culprit when uh, where that is concerned. I don't know if that's a story we'll even talk about, but... It's um, not, because I just don't know how many people are going to be, like, are clamoring to buy Control all over again on next-gen anyways. I mean, I love Control, a possible top-ten game of the generation for me, but I, just, I played I, it. I just think the reasoning is... I think their reasoning is super weak, and the fact that they can't work around that really bugs me. But I will fully admit, when it comes to Call of Duty, it's a series that I used to hate. Right? Like, when the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 generation was new, I used to think it was, like, just dude bros. Like, it was just the casual gamer who enjoyed one game a year, it, maybe two if you factor in Madden. Like, that franchise I just, like, looked literally down on as, like, the quote-unquote stupid hardcore gamer. I'm nowhere near that right now, but I think Black Ops 3 is the only game I've even attempted to really get into in recent years. Um, recognizing that the gameplay is obviously incredibly solid when it comes to game to uh, Black Ops or Call of Duty in general, but, like, it's just never been a series that personally speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Fair. Chuck, did you like the trailer? Yeah, man. It got me excited for another uh, Call of Duty uh, story, and they did a good job with that with uh, Modern Warfare. But, I mean, you put Captain Price on anything, I'm going to play it. Um, That's fair. Modern Warfare was last year was so good. How long has it been since we've had a Call of Duty game in our top ten? It's been a while, and it was like a yeah, top five game for me. a long time. Um and I didn't even really play any of the multiplayer. It was, the story was just that good. But um, it, this got me excited to buy a Call of Duty game, maybe at launch, just so that I can know what that story is. Because I, I fucking, I'm with you. I fucking love Black Ops, and I never, I, I don't buy Call of Duty games for the multiplayer. I want the story. And like four or five iterations of that game just were just like, like eh, who needs story? Multiplayer. Let's make money. And even yeah, there was, they went on. Which one was it that like left the story campaign out altogether? Last year, Black Ops. No, or no, two, no, years, two years, ago. years ago. It was Black Ops Four. They just went uh, only multiplayer, and then that's when they did their first battle royale uh, pre Warzone. So uh, I forget what they yeah, called it. Yeah, I want to say it was still Warzone. I don't think it was. I really no, think it was called, called something. Warzone. It it was called. Um, hold on, I'll find out. I played it for a little bit, and it was not... Warzone is massively more, more well done than that. But what they, they, they were the, in, by the way, that this month's PlayStation Plus free games, one of them is fucking PUBG. I like, saw that. I was like... Fuck. In 2020, at the end of the year, PUBG is the game they give away for free. Oh, it was called Blackout. 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 
That's right. Um, yeah. So they went on this weird future tangent. Like they had awesome modern warfare. They went uh, like a, they went Vietnam War in the middle of that with Black Ops, and like they were kicking ass on stories. Those were all so good. Big fans and multiplayer were still kicking ass. And then they started going to all the future shit. Like they went infinite. Infinite War, which was probably the worst one. Um, Ghost is considered the worst one, although I think it was a solid campaign, but it was still future. Black Ops 2 jumped from Vietnam to future tech. Like, it was no resonance at all with the original story. They just kept the Black Ops name. So I'm finally, I'm happy they're going back to a sequel to arguably the best story they've told. Which one had Kevin Spacey and which one had Angela Bassett? Kevin Spacey was... um... The first one that went into the future, because he was like that. Like it was at there was a mission in space. Um, it was Black Ops. It was Black Ops Two. The first time that he was in it. Um, it was not. I think Angela Bassett was Ghost. I want to say it was after Ghost. I think Ghosts like the only real like selling point of Ghost was the dog. I don't think Angela Bassett was that year. She might have been Infinite Warfare in that game was, I think, the only one I've ever struggled to finish. Kevin Spacey was Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare. That's when you press X to mourn. Correct. Which one was George Murison in? Call of Duty, the best one. Yeah. Anyways, I'm really excited. Uh, They've gotten back more to their roots. You know, they went all the way to their roots and did more... uh, uh, World War II a couple years ago, um, which was a big deal. Um, it wasn't my favorite one because I've never loved World War II games, but it did really well. And then going back to redoing uh, Rainbow Six. Was she? I swear she was in a Call of Duty. My bad. Rainbow Six Siege was Angela Bassett. Who was the other celebrity Call of Duty got then? I know they got somebody else big. This is going to sound really racist, but there's a black lady in there somewhere, and I didn't remember that it wasn't Angela Bassett. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Uh, anyways, Call of Duty. Fuck yeah. I'm real excited. They've got me back into like yearly looking forward to it, whereas I was not there a couple of years ago. Um, let's talk about a segment that we don't usually have, a segment we usually reserve for the TVs and movie casts. This is our DC segment, as DC had their uh, first ever fandom, uh, which was uh, what seemed to be a success. I haven't seen their streaming numbers, but they had a hell of a day of announcements. Um, They did a really good job with it, I think. Uh, But on the video game side, um, we had some long-awaited announcements, and uh, I was very pleased with what came out first. Let's talk about the first one we saw. Uh, let's talk about Gotham Knights, uh, the new uh, Warner Brothers Montreal uh, 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 Batman uh, game. Um, you, I've talked enough. You get tell me what you thought about this trailer and the gameplay that we saw. Man, so first of all, yeah, DC Fandom in general was like my favorite day I've had in fucking ten years. Like. Um, I enjoyed everything that came out of that. I've watched the Snyder Cut trailer like 900 times and literally cry at it. Um, I, I can't wait to see that movie. As it stands, Gotham Knights looks so fun. Um, 
my literally my only complaint is that I don't love their Tim Drake Robin design. Um, I love everything else about the game. I think Deadshot, or I mean, not Deadshot, geez, he looks like uh, Deadpool. Um, Red Hood looks awesome. I think Batgirl looks fantastic. She's easily the highlight of that trailer. Um, the idea of drop-in, drop-out, two-player co-op, uh, I like that it's maxed out at two players because I think that Arkham-style combat doesn't really lend itself to more than two players at best. Um, graphically, I guess it's a little on the low end if you look at it. Like, some of the stuff with, like, Batgirl's hair isn't great. The cape flapping isn't, like, fantastic. But it's, like, so minor that I don't know if you will see many complaints about it. Um, I mean, it looks like a ton of fun. Yeah, it does look fun. I mean, plus also, do you have all the neon, which kind of makes the game flashy, and I don't think they're worried about the rest of the polish just yet. And also, I mean, the Arkham games, to me, were never... They were good, not, like, amazing graphically. And Arkham it's just Knight was one of the prettier games in the first three years of this generation, I will admit. As much as I have my problems with, like, parts of that game, mainly anything involving the Batmobile, um, everything else about that game I liked a whole lot. Um, I think this looks like a ton of fun. I think that the idea of co-op is really fucking cool. And all that really matters at the end is we're getting Talon and we're getting the Court of Owls. And that's like kind of all I needed to sell me on this game. I love how uh, Tim Drake like hacked into the Justice League watchtower to allow him to teleport. That's fucking badass. I love that. And his red Robin suit looks great. The standard Robin suit looks he looks more like Damien than he does Tim Drake. I thought it was Damien at first. I agree with that. Um, I like I liked what I saw. Um, it's certainly not what I expected. We all expected the uh, Court of Owls announcement. You know that had been pretty much confirmed. But I was really stoked to see Court of Owls. I really liked the little nursery rhyme that they did and the way they introduced Court of Owls. That was badass in the trailer. Um, it also uh, was very Dark Knight. Like it. it to me, the very first shot of when they started going into the Court of Owls was very reminiscent of the old Joker poster that you got of the Dark Knight. Like, there was a shot of, like, the silhouette of the of Heath Ledger's Joker kind of walking toward the camera in, like, a elongated rectangular view um, that, like, that immediately evoked. And I was like, are they doing another Joker story? And then I heard the nurse around and was like, oh, no, this is the Court of Owls. This is Talon and everything going on there. And it's so cool because it's... To me, and I haven't read Metal, and I haven't read uh, the Catwoman marriage story or anything, but, like, one of my favorite Batman stories in the comics ever remains the Court of Owls. I love that story so much. It was really awesome. Um, so a lot of people weren't expecting this. Like, they were expecting either another Batman game or they were expecting, um, like, a Justice League game or something like that. Um, for me, I... I, I love where, where they went with this. Um, so a couple of things, some notes we've got since then. Um, this is not in the established Arkham universe. It's a different universe that they're starting. Um, so Batman is dead in this. Because I was like, Batman clearly like faked his death at the end of that. But then I found out, oh, okay, this is a different universe. Um, I still don't think Batman's dead. Um, I think he's at worst he'll be a Talon that gets resurrected in this game, but you know that's whatever. To me, it's it's so shocking that they would claim this is not in the Arkham universe, and yet the trailer essentially picks up right where Arkham Knight left off. 
It does, but they are very adamant that they are starting a new thing because they told IGN, like, he gave, like, they said, like, narrated what was happening when they asked if this is, like, other games will be, they're going to be working on other games to add this universe, and they were like, uh, we can't say, huh? <laughs> like, so this is, they're just establishing their own universe that's going to be separate from Rocksteady, um, which is fine with me, and I like, all, I don't know who I'm going to play with, I'm really excited. Like they were talking about how different Red Hood's going to play from everybody you've ever played with on there. Um, I, there are some interesting choices. It is. It's got RPG elements. As uh, enemies will have uh, levels. Uh, they did say that it's fully open world from the beginning. Uh, there's no level gates. Um, there is no grind. Uh, it's just as you progress, enemies will also progress, and in yeah. large fights, there'll be some that'll be slightly lower, some similar, some a little bit higher, just to offer you a consistent challenge. Uh, I did like hearing they said this is no, this is a standalone story. We may have some DLC to update, but it's not a games as a service. Um, there is no grind on it. Like there's no, I have to go play this one mission eight times to go be able to play the next level because I'm not high enough. I really like hearing that. Um, yeah. I am excited for the two-player co-op to still go in and out. There is like a battle mode that they didn't go into that much that where four players are going to be able to play or that they're talking about it for DLC. But as far as in the story, it's just two-player. The one thing that I thought was weird is they said you can play as the same character within co-op. Like there can be just two back rolls, which is odd to me if it's part of the story. But, you know, whatever. I kind of wish that that wasn't the case. I agree. I don't. I don't I, it should be the case, really. I think it pulls away from the mythos of what they're trying to pull off with the four different characters. I know. I agree with that. I also think like most people aren't going to do that. Like if I if I'm playing with either one of you, I mean, we're clearly going to be like, all right, you're him and I'm him. Okay, we're good or her, whatever. Uh, I have no idea who I want to play as. I'm very excited to try all of them. They all look really fun and unique I, in their I own see way. You as a Red Hood kind of guy, which is weird because I'm clearly the Red Hood, or not Red Hood. I'm sorry, Red Robin. See, I know, I figured it out. You don't want to be Nightwing. I do want to be Nightwing as well, but Tim Drake, remember, behind Superman is my number two comic character ever. I love Tim Drake, but I, I do also I, very I, much want to be Nightwing. Yeah, Nightwing. All right. Man, he was spinning around shit. He was kicking ass. I'll do that. He was doing fucking uh, breakdancing and shit. Like, it was yeah. awesome. Nightwing look, looked the funnest to me, I thought. Uh, but you're right. Red Hood is probably the way I will go. Like, it just interests me because they talked about how different he is. Um, Batgirl will easily be, like, the most familiar to with what you've played uh, before. Uh, but still, but they also like what we're getting in Avengers. Uh, um, it's got each character has a big skill tree, and they did say that like someone's like max leveled out Red Hood could be completely different from your friend's max leveled out Red Hood, which I like that. I like that games are That's going cool. that way. There's like one that. hope that I have for this game that they didn't show in that trailer is that I still hope there are those predator style missions. I do love Arkham Stealth. Like, perching on a gargoyle, taking out people by, like, hanging them upside down. Like, those missions to me are way more fun than the combat missions. Um, I hope that we still have that style. I was like the mixture. Yeah, because I was like the mixture of I'm with you. I like laying the booby traps with all the gadgets and all that stuff. I know I'm with you. I, I very much hope that. I also would like to do a two-player co-op Predator, like, working together 
would require a lot of like communication. I think that could be really fun. Uh, either way, people are like weirdly bitching about this game, like because it's not what they expected. But you know, internet and today and gamers, so whatever, it'll sell well, and I'm really fucking excited. I hope they've gotten past like their problems that they had at launch of Origins. It's been a fucking while, so I would assume they have. Um, I'm excited. This is, I think they confirmed 2021, at least for now, uh, for this game. Uh, yes, 2021. Step into the night. Do you um, do you think that uh, they could do a multiplayer game where you could be Silent Predator and I could be the bad guys trying to hunt you down? That would be cool. Maybe. I mean, they did that, that basically so when you're that was fucking fun as hell. Uh, if if they go along the routes of like every Silent Predator mission online has like a rogues gallery villain, like your Zaz or your Two Face or something, and you can like control your troops or something, that could be really cool. I doubt we have that, but it would be awesome to ha- to like have. Yeah, yeah let's I'm, do it. Especially really- like you're being able to like kind of maneuver your people away from like breakable walls or away from like gargoyles or shit. Like if you were able to like get a layout of the land, because are those dudes that could shoot the gargoyles? Remember that in Arkham Knight? Man, like, the Batman games are so fucking cool. I still remember going to the midnight release of Arkham Asylum and like seeing. Uh, I was an Xbox gamer at the time, actually, and being jealous of the Joker challenge missions. Um, that they I were on display that. for the PS3. I bought two copies of that game just for the Joker levels. Shocker. <laughs> it was awesome. He had a gun Arkham. that could shoot through a bunch of fucking dudes. I think City is still the most solid iteration of those three, but Asylum's story and, like, backtracking and, like, the most Metroid-esque, like, version of that game, Asylum might be my number one of the three. Oh, man, it's man, not close for me. It's speaking of that, man, for me. Uh, this version of Mr. Freeze was fucking really, really cool looking. It was cooler than the city version. It and I really, like how I said that um, based on your level, he would be more powerful if you fought him earlier rather than later. That's one of the coolest parts about what they revealed is like, yeah, if you fight him earlier, he has less of like not just like more damage or whatever. He has less abilities. It's almost like the villains in this game level up the same way you do. They do. They confirm that to IGN. They also said there's multiple, uh, like rogues, like storylines going on in the world that you can kind of choose to how go and how far you want to progress with one before change the other. Like, like you can follow the path of going after Freeze, but that means uh, you you're not after like they didn't say this, but like Bane or whoever. Um, but yeah. it's, it'll depend on like how how long you go before you follow that. Well, depend on your level, but they've been out wrecking shops, so they're stronger now. I, d- I love how they're doing that. I- I'm really fucking excited for that. Yeah. Also, Arkham City is number one by far. Um, I mean, that's one of my cool, like, my favorite things about this, too, is, like, if you watch the developer commentary version of that gameplay as well, like, um, they even say, like, we're about a dozen hours into the Batwoman story, or the Batgirl story, right? right? So, like... If you if you extrapolate that information, you're talking about maybe a dozen to twenty hours per character. If they're talking about like an even distribution of story missions and like whether or not that's an overestimate or an underestimate or whatever, like the idea that there's that much content in this game as well for each character and hopefully a narrative that kind of weaves them in between, 
gives you the opportunity to play each character fully. Um, I almost hope, like I'm sure many people do, I hope that they take control away from you in that. Like, I do hope that they, in a single player or in a story, they don't. They confirmed to IGN you can play the entire game as one character, and like some people can play play the game, beat it with a character, and then go beat it with all four characters. Or they're like, there is a natural feel of like, hey, I should probably switch to this character and go explore this next one. But you don't have to. They, they don't force it. Oh, that's kind of disappoints me. But I mean, I'm still super, super excited for this game. I am very excited for that. My, I, I talked about it before. I was really poor for a while uh, after college, and I didn't get a 360 until like half more than halfway through the life cycle. And it's my first new game system since the PS2. And uh, my first two games of that generation were Red Dead and then Arkham City. And both of which are top 10 games of all time for me. I was like, this is the greatest fucking... I was like, games are awesome now. <laughs> it was yeah, we so are, good uh, gone. Chuck and I, I think, were both at the Arkham City Midnight release at Fox and the Hound. Oh, uh, shit. In Chattanooga. Yeah, we did that, and I think uh, Skyrim both um, came out that year, right? I believe so. It was before I worked for GameStop. I, I actually used as a participant. Vocal, I was vocal detractor of Batman. Like, I did not like Batman. I never liked any of the old Batman movies, really. Um, I'd never really gotten into DC Comics at that time. And the entire thing that flipped me on Batman was playing Arkham City. I'd never played Asylum at that point. I played City, and I was like, this is fucking amazing. And, like, it changed my whole thought process on that and, like, kind of opened Batman's up Batman's cool. So, Admit it. He is cool. I yeah. fucking love Batman. He's I no Superman, but he's aight. He's got uh, the black lantern ring right now, Josh. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll read that shit eventually. Uh, you should. I gave you a list. I need to get on that. Uh, well, you've, got another, you've got another month. It's all right. Uh, let's talk about the other one. The game that we have waited for for real long. We didn't know what it was for a long time. We thought it was going to be a Justice League game, but we were just guessing. Uh, it turns out Rocksteady is still making a game, and they made Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Coming to us in 2022, because they haven't had long enough yet. Um <laughs> This trailer was mainly, granted, mainly just a, it's just a CGI trailer, but I don't give a shit. This trailer was awesome. It was one of my favorite video game trailers I think I've ever seen. It was honestly. so fucking cool. Like the, the dynamic between the characters was awesome. Uh, you could see how each one plays, which I think is super fucking cool, even in the CG trailer. I'm real, real in on this game. Like, they re- the voice acting was very good. I was at first disappointed that there was only four Suicide Squad members, and then I found out why. It's because it's all four players are on screen at all times, and you can switch. You can either play co-op, or if you're single player, which you can do the entire game, you can switch in and out of what player you're controlling, which oh, I found cool. super interesting. That's so cool. I don't know how it's going to work, but it's going to, and it's going to be really fucking cool because I trust Rocksteady. And, I mean, the humor was on point when Superman showed up and fucking King Shark's there, which is the first time I've ever liked King Shark. It's Superman. Uh, 
the mighty Superman saved that pilot. And then, yeah, and then Superman just Wait, fucking vaporized that Have you seen, have you seen Apocalypse War yet? No, I haven't. Okay, you'll like King Shark and Apocalypse War. I swear it. Um. So, yeah, Superman just vaporizes somebody, and you realize, oh, shit. Because, obviously, Brainiac ships in the background, and then the story of this, and it's what I guessed, is that somehow we would be pitted against the Justice League, but in the end, you'll probably unite, or at least Justice League won't be the villains. It'll be someone else, so... Brainiac is the main villain, but he's clearly taken control of the Justice League, and you'll be, I don't know how many different members there'll be, but you know the big, the Trinity will be there, and then they'll probably, my guess is at least Green Lantern, Flash, uh, Aquaman, whatever. But that's going to be the boss fight you build up to, and that's so fun, that's so fucking cool, and I'm so fucking excited for it. Captain Boomerang has a warp boomerang. It's so cool. He also has, like, I think it's Boomerang's son or cousin. I, I can't remember. There's an alternate Boomerang version that has super speed, but they've they've clearly given it to just, like, standard Captain Boomerang this time. Um, but it makes sense with the story they're doing. Uh, I'm super excited for the dynamic of the characters there. And I do think there will be, like, DLC other Suicide Squad characters for you to play as, too, which I'm totally down for. I, I think I, I don't know if he's got super speed or if that's just the boomerangs he's using. I really think that he's got boomerangs that are, like, imbuing him with different powers. Which Maybe. Is I mean, like, there's a pretty clear, like, running trail after he throws it. Um, that, that is him, like, warping. I'm pretty Maybe. sure that's a warp ring or whatever you want to call it. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, it looks awesome. So good. Yeah, and like his his like moment at the end of the trailer too, where he's like, You figure out who we're supposed to kill yet? And they point at Superman and he's like, Oh fuck. And then throws the boomerang at his head too, and he's like, You shouldn't have done that, Shark. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm really excited. The boomerang is on point, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you shouldn't you. have done that, Shark. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. Tripping a Bobby and all that. <laughs> Good lord. Alright, let's cut the first show there. That's all the trailers. Uh, make sure to stay around for the second show. We're going to be talking about uh, all the news that has come out as well. We have some more trailers. We have, uh, we'll talk about the Nintendo uh, Indie World uh, uh, conference that they did last week. Um, as well as all the uh, video game news that's been out over the past month. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.
I know that, Josh. It looks weird. You look weird. <laughs> and like like an andouille sausage. Uh, correct. So I can smell my own. <laughs> oh, I'm smelling my own right now. What? Uh, 